Hi and welcome back. Today is our eighth episode and we're going to talk about what is an MBA, the good, the bad and the expensive. Uh, in the last 10 years, I have been very, very lucky and very grateful to uh, coach, tutors, many students from different universities, non-profit, profit, state universities, Ivy League universities, the ones that are, you know, kind of like they show the commercial and you question, <laughs> should I go to this school or not? So today I want to tell you all my experiences, what I have learned from all of these different programs that I had to go with my students when they were doing an MBA. An MBA stands for Master's in Business Administration. If you are someone in, um, let's say that you have your bachelor's in business, finance, accounting, or anything related to business, then when you go straight to an MBA, you kind of see that the, the, the classes that you're going to be taking are very similar to the ones on your bachelor, but depending on what you want to study, then your elective will change. Nevertheless, no matter what type of MBA you do, you will always have the core business classes, which I'm going to talk about them today because um, I, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and the reason why I think this is very important is the, uh, the, the horrible nightmare that a lot of students are facing with the student loans. I just want to make clear for everyone that is not from the United States how the student loans work. Um, the education in the United States obviously is, um, it, it, it becomes, it, it's very, it has been capitalized. And of course, everyone wants to get, you know, the degrees from the United States, which of course, there are a lot of really good universities that uh, you can say, I went to this university and because of this, my life is this or not. But I don't think that this is necessarily true all the time. A lot of the students are taking these MBAs without even understanding the work and all of the fees involved, including tutoring, books, everything that they don't tell you in those nice interviews when they want to get you hooked. Once you get hooked with a school and a student loan, and let's say that you go for one semester, most likely you're going to be uh, just, you know, chained to a debt that you can get out, you know, even with bankruptcy. There is, obviously there are many things that you can do uh, or try. I'm not here to talk about the law, how to get out of your student loan, how to pay back, but most of the time, uh, students don't realize that this is a huge commitment. I think getting a student loan is worse than getting married because you get married and then you get divorced and you know, it's a horrible process, but at least you know there's a way out. When you get a student loan, the way out is very, very limited. Um, just going back to what the important part is. What is an MBA? And after uh, you listen to all these stories, you might be able to determine, is an MBA the best thing for me? Is an MBA not the best thing for me? Or maybe you're going to say, yes, this is exactly what I need in order to do or get you know, my goals come true. So let's just talk first about MBA in general. You will have, like I said, the business core classes. These are going to be accounting, finance, business analytics. Let's just talk about the hard finance math classes. These are the classes where uh, usually the students will say like, oh my God, I need a tutor, I need someone to teach me because we're learning in four or six weeks 
what someone else probably learned in 16 weeks or in a 12-week, you know, period. So let's talk about corporate finance. That's the first class that you will do, uh, you know, that you will see in any MBA. And this corporate finance class, what it is, is just what it is, corporate finance, financial statements, how to determine risk and reward. So what you're learning is a beautiful class. You learn how to do net present value. You learn um, how to understand the relationship and the economic theories behind risk and reward. And obviously, it's one of my favorite classes. This is a class that if you enjoy, yes, you are in the right place. You should be doing an MBA and you should be doing more of these classes. If this is a class that has been very difficult for you, which sometimes it is a very tedious, and not necessarily for you because you, you are not smart or you cannot do it, no. Because the school sometimes makes these classes extremely difficult for the student to go through them by him or herself. I'm not saying that I'm doubting the abilities of a student of taking care of these type of classes. It's just that they require a lot of time to read, you know, to make sure that you understand what is a case study. Uh, corporate finance is a beautiful class. Before thinking even to do an MBA, you should do a little bit more research about corporate finance, managerial accounting, financial accounting. So managerial and financial accounting, that's another class that, you're going, that you need to take when you're doing your MBA. These classes, you, if you had a business uh, major, you're going to see that they're very similar, but now maybe they can integrate a case study. So you will be learning the basics, right? Debits, credits, how to do a balance sheet, how to do uh, you know, a cash flow statement. But what you really want to be learning on an MBA and what I think the quality of the MBA uh, is about is to put all of these concepts together and talk about a case study because the MBA should be teaching you how to solve business problems, right? How to determine what is risky, what is not, which one will give me the best outcome. So this is what finance and any finance class you will do is just analysis. However, I cannot do a financial analysis if I, don't, if I don't understand the purpose of what does a balance sheet and an income statement do for a business or for a corporation. If you don't have that vocabulary from the accounting part, then it's going to be very difficult to see a statement, a financial statement, and say, this is what the company should do. So keep in mind that an MBA that is heavily into finance, you will be learning techniques, theories, it's fascinating. If you love Excel, this is the class for you. Corporate finance, accounting, managerial, they're very, the, the bad thing about it, they're extremely tedious. And usually you will have to do a lot of work in anything called managerial because it has to do with reporting, statements, and they basically want you to understand how to do a balance sheet how to figure out what happens if you have a revenue or if, or if you have a loss. So it is fascinating just to, 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 to tell you the truth about these business core classes. But not everyone, like I said, has the time or the ability to, be, to say, I want to learn about the net present value. So be very careful with these classes because they're usually the classes where the students tend to fail and just move on and then they don't finish their MBAs. The other class that I want to talk about that is one of the, I think is probably the hardest class is QMB, uh, Quantitative Business Methods. 
Uh, they also call them business analytics. It's a beautiful class if you love probability. This class um, talks about binomial probability, talks about regressions. It's a very technical class that teaches you how to manipulate or actually how to report and predict uh, data, right? Do a lot of predictions with different uh, financials and math theories in order to get uh, a conclusion. So you're going to do regressions. You're going to do uh, a lot of minimization, maximization. This is a class that you need Excel. You do need Excel because they're going to require for you to have Excel in this type of classes and not, not so much to have Excel, to know how to operate Excel, which I feel sometimes the schools, instead of worrying so much about these classes that sometimes make no sense, they should worry about how to work with Excel, what is Excel, and I know there are schools that they do these type of classes, but they are never practical. I, I have taken them and I'm not the type of person that I cannot be, you know, like one hour listening to someone had to move a cell from the other one. I think there has to be a more dynamic business Excel beginners class. So I feel that's important. If you're going to do an MBA, I will highly recommend you to sharp your financial skills, like I said, corporate finance, your accounting skills, and your Excel skills. Lastly, um, let's talk about essays. Uh, the MBAs, most of them, you will have to do what is called case studies and discussions. This is something that is almost in every single MBA that I have seen. So you will have to do a discussion, and that discussion you need to make sure that you understand what the professor is talking about. You make sure that you also do your APA citations. So the discussions and case studies can become sometimes a little bit difficult because they will ask you like a, a very specific question. I don't know, what is the best capital budgeting uh, in, you know, method you can use in this business case and so on. So I think reading comprehension and instructional writing or reporting writing, how I call it, is critical for your MBA. Obviously, don't worry about it. You're going to be learning this while, you know, you're doing your MBA, but I'm not going to lie to you. Most MBAs, they just want you fast and it's a 12-month thing and you don't know what's going on and then you get caught up caught up with work, and let's just face it, an MBA in United States, minimum, just like the cheapest one, is probably 15 to 20 a year, and I'm talking about 20,000. Um, I went ahead and I did uh, some research. Uh, so for example, one of the, the schools that everyone will decide to go for, you know, because it's the most known school, let's say you, wanna, you want to go to Harvard, right? An Ivy League school, is it is between 72,000 to 100,000, and this includes tuition, fees, and housing. So, um, is it a lot of money? Yes, but most likely, if you graduate from Harvard, then you know you're going to be getting a job that you're going to be able to pay back this student loan. However, let's say you want to go to a state university in the United States, the price for a, an MBA. Um, I'm just putting something from uh, FIU, which is the school that I went. The MBA will be $42,000 a year. Um, again, 12 months and you graduate, you have your MBA. Uh, is it worth it? Well, that is not my answer. That should be your answer. I think anyone that's going to do an MBA should really think like a marriage, exactly the same thing. 
is this worth my time and money? Some, some students of mine, they have graduated with their MBAs, and sometimes I ask them like two or three years later, oh, you know, how are you doing? What are you doing? And they just tell me, Vanessa, I'm just doing the same job. I, I never did anything else. I have had students that, yes, they have graduated and they have gone to these big corporations and, you know, I don't know if they're happy or not, but an MBA is only worth it if you know how to use it. If you don't know how to use your MBA skills or your MBA degree, then don't do it because you will jeopardize your credit because once you get a student loan, that's part of your credit. Not only, and I'm talking because I'm also a loan officer, um, uh, I, I have my license as a loan officer, that debt that you have from the student loans, it doesn't go away, so that affects you, your debt and income ratios, and then if you wanna buy a house or do an investment or have a business, you need to take that in consideration. Anytime you do an MBA and you're gonna get a student loan, MBA or any master's degree, think about that. Do I, how much, do, do, do I wanna to, to do something else? Do I wanna maybe get that money and invest in real estate? Do I want, don't just stop, try to always close your eyes and try to make the best decision that you feel is best, not for anyone, but for you, because you will be the one responsible for the loan, you will be responsible for finding, finding the tutor, getting help if you're gonna need it. Uh, the stress, the stress of, of an MBA is um, awful. Sometimes you have professors that are just, uh, I'm not going to say the word, jerks, right? And they don't, you know, life happens and sometimes they don't help. And I mean, I'm not saying that all the professors are that way, but you need to take that in consideration. There are many things on an MBA that you will not have complete control, group projects, um, again, one of those syllables, right? Like those classes that you take and it's one test and it's worth 80% and you're like, oh my God, what about if I failed that test? I failed the class. So try to always evaluate those options. What I will do if I were you is number one, go to the website of the school and take a look of the curriculum classes. I will go ahead and then Google the syllabus. What if you can find the grade? Sometimes you can find them and see uh, what is the class about? If not, if you have uh, a counselor or someone that is, you know, pursuing you to, to do this from the school, ask all the questions. This is their job. Do not feel, even if your GPA is bad, even if you think you're embarrassed for whatever reason, this is their job. You need to make sure you ask questions. Do not sign anything. Don't do any student loan until you really, really know what you're getting yourself into it. Believe me, when you get accepted to the school and you've worked so hard and you go there, that's the last thing we think. We don't think about the long term. Like I said, an MBA is like getting married to a school. <laughs> and I don't think it's that easy to, <laughs> to basically get divorced, uh, you know, if, if we talk uh, in, in those terms. Um, other than that, I have to say that it is very rewarding to have an MBA. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, corporate, economic classes, anything that has to do with the ability of, of, of teaching you how to have a critical thinking on the business world is valuable. I'm not saying that all the MBAs are bad. I'm not saying that all the MBAs are good. What I'm saying is that the word MBA has been marketed so much. And believe me, they put a lot of money on this MBA and on the marketing on the MBA 
you have to think about it. Think about it because, you know, the websites, they put very successful people and the graduate person and all that. And it kind of bothers me that they don't, the reason why we, we are going through this situation with a lot of, uh, you know, many students defaulting on, on their loans is because sometimes, yes, there are universities that you, they promise you, you know, everything. And when you go in, it's just basically like a Google search university that's how i see them google search and you get the answers to multiple choice i'm not saying that all the schools are like that but you do have to make sure to do your own resources because the school offers an mba does not mean it's the best school for you to put your time and money anyhow i hope that this was very helpful i will be making more of these videos i think it's important for me to share the experience as a tutor from different, uh, and you know, um, um, all the experiences that I have had with my incredible students, we have learned together. And I, I am very excited about this podcast because I can share this type of tips. I can share uh, sometimes the good, like I said, the good, the bad, and the expensive of things, just like I'm talking today. So don't, don't be discouraged. If you started your MBA and you feel it's not for you, don't worry about it. There's always a solution. If you started your MBA and right now you're failing a class, take a deep breath. If, if you already went through it and you're already there and you want to finish, just take a deep breath. There's always a solution. We've all have been in that position. Uh, with anything else more to say, I want to thank you so much and I'll see you next time.